Welcome to Blended, a podcast by me, Living Whole with Sarah Davis, your board-certified holistic health practitioner and creator. This is where I combine my ideas of essentialism, health and wellness, and creatives into an integrative, insightful whole. My whole life is your whole guide to health. Hello, my Living Whole friends, and we are back for another podcast, and it has been a super productive day for me. It's Friday. I made a strawberry rhubarb crisp for breakfast, and then I filmed a YouTube video, and now I'm on my podcast recording sprint, and I'm just so, I'm in such an inspired, good mood that often I wonder, is this more nutrition-based? Is this just the ebb and flow of our lives, but I read a really interesting article and it had to deal with food and mood and really how plant-based foods affect our mood. And I just kind of wanted to hit on a couple of things and kind of discuss that and talk about mental health and how much we need to create more buzz around this discussion and not be afraid or embarrassed to talk about mental health. Nearly 8% of Americans over the age of 12 experience depression. Over the age of 12. And most people, when we talk about depression, this is a, a major obstacle to accomplishing even the simplest task. This can be getting up to brush your teeth. So if you're having a hard time just getting up to brush your teeth, how do you think that you are going to do taking care of a chronic illness or an existing health problem that maybe led to the depression? It's just, it's a, it's a horrible cycle that some people and a lot of people, if you think about 8% of Americans over the age of 12, like 12 years old, it's still, it just blows my mind. So we're lucky that we have excellent research and creating more of a buzz around this topic. And there has been some new evidence that has suggested that our dietary patterns can improve or worsen mood and quality of life without the need for medication. Now that's kind of a controversial subject. And I think if you need help, you should always seek professional advice in this means. I just want to, let's talk about our food and our mental well-being and some of the studies that are actually out there. And I found it interesting that there was a study published in the British Journal of Psychiatry that analyzed the dietary patterns and risk for depression in, I think it was like almost 3,500 participants. And this was a five-year study. So individuals eating whole foods reported less symptoms of depression compared to those that were eating processed foods. When you think of the standard American diet, how much of the bulk of that consists of processed foods? So they look, they they did a little bit more digging and found that when comparing vegetarian versus omnivorous diets, vegetarians actually reported more positive moods than meat eaters. And uh, this was a, st- a study published in the Nutrition Journal. So Lots of evidence to back this up, but what is what is the actual mechanism of action? Are these the properties of protect like protective properties that fruits and vegetables give us, and the heart, harmful effects of animal foods when it comes to diet and mood? Like, is there a relationship? Does this matter? So previous research linked depression to inflammation. So what it what is the root cause of depression? Is it chemical within our brains? Is it neurotransmitter. When you think of inflammation, 
that's kind of a big deal. So much of what we eat causes inflammation when you're consuming a standard American diet. And plant foods that are high in antioxidants and phytochemicals, which I talk about all the time, phytonutrients, they generally help repair damage from inflammation and decrease inflammation in brain cells. So why is this important? The other interesting kind of aspect of this study was people that were suffering from depression had elevated levels of an enzyme called monoamine oxidase, which is MAO. Essentially, this enzyme breaks down serotonin, dopamine, and norepinephrine. Um, these are the neurotransmitters that help regulate our moods. High levels of MAO lead to low levels of these very important neurotransmitters, serotonin, dopamine, norepinephrine. And so those low levels are actually a leading cause of depression. The other really interesting thing that I read was that the phytochemical quercetin, which is only found in plant foods, acts as an MAO inhibitor. So it kind of works like an antidepressant. So you can kind of think plant foods are a natural antidepressant. And this enzyme, which is only found in plants, can actually increase the amount of serotonin, dopamine, and norepi in the brain. So the highest foods, when I did a little bit more research, the highest foods that include this enzyme, it's apples, kale, berry, grapes, onion, and green tea. So clearly plants have excellent protective properties. We know that they can contain this enzyme that increases our happy, I'm going to say those are our happy hormones, our happy neurotransmitters, but they also plants because of their phytonutrients, their phytochemicals, and their antioxidants, they decrease inflammation. Within this discussion of talking about depression, inflammation is present. What causes inflammation? And so there is a certain type of acid, arachidonic, that is only found in animals. It's a precursor to inflammatory chemicals within our bodies. So think about all the animal products and animal foods out there. We're thinking chicken, eggs, and dairy, and things like that. We're essentially consuming this acid, this type of fat, that just sets off this inflammatory cascade within our bodies. So this reaction, this cascade, results in general inflammation. Um, some people have referred to this as an overreactive immune response, anything that our body is trying to stave off, basically. And so subsequently, when inflammation reaches the brain, we feel anxiety, stress, hopelessness, and depression. And so individuals who avoid high foods in this acid, which are found in animals, tend to report to be happier in a more in and in a more positive mood. So when we think about eliminating inflammatory foods, these are our animal products. These are not whole food plant-based sources, which research has shown fight inflammation with their antioxidants and their phytonutrients. As much as we're trying to increase our overall physical health, we, by eating a whole food plant-based diet or consuming more of a diet that is high in vegetables and fruits and all the good, good stuff for our body, we're improving our mental health as well. So I, in digging and talking about mental health a little bit more in our diets, I read this really interesting anecdotal 
story, and I, I, if I can find the link, I might post it on the blog and go a little bit more in depth on this, but there was a common advice theme thread going on about nutrition and depression, and they were talking about increasing our omega-3 fatty acids. And so in your standard American diet, people often look to fatty fish. While there are anti-inflammatory effects to omega-3 acids, and there's evidence to support omega-3s are anti-inflammatory and, and can, by that mechanism of action, improve mood. Why, why would we recommend fish? That's the standard American go-to, but when you think about the actual effects of omega-3 fatty acids in fish, are they really going to improve mood? So evidence is supporting that actually having a diet free of fish and all animal products is optimal for mood improvement. I'm also really interested to hear what you guys think. So comment down below and tell me if you've heard the same thing. It was a really interesting kind of story, anecdotal, like my doc told me to eat more fish and I found out this and and how many of you would like to actually read these studies? Because I'm thinking about citing more of my podcast and including more links and cited sources on my website. I just don't know if people will actually want to read and look up what I've read and like give me your analysis or your understanding of it. So just something to think about. And I don't know. It's, it's just interesting. But in back to talking about fish... Fish, it does contain healthy EPA and DHA fats, but it also has unhealthy fats and pro-inflammatory substances. And I, I just wonder if the dietary EPA and DHA intake compensates for the harmful effects of this arachidonic acid, the cholesterol, and the saturated fat, which in my prior podcast we did. We talked about cholesterol and saturated fat in causing and creating coronary artery disease. So do they outweigh and are you willing to take the risk? Whereas I'm just thinking I'm going to eat my uh, flax seeds and chia seeds daily. It's a tablespoon in my smoothie or sprinkled on my breakfast. It's just a simple way to get a risk-free plant-based form without all the other pro-inflammatory and risk for cardiac disease, a way to get my omegas. So, I mean, would you... Where What are you will, willing to risk? Do you want to have fat? I, I just, I want to continue this conversation down in the comment section. And I'm really just interested to hear what you guys think, because I'm really questioning, does it compensate for the harmful effects of arachidonic acid, cholesterol, and saturated fat? And so since I can eat a well-planned whole food plant-based diet that does contain the alpha-linolenic acid, ALA, which allows our body to convert EPA and DHA, there's really not a need to consume it from animal sources. And then also when you think about the ethics side, is it really is it really necessary? So other plant sources, when we think about ALA, and the science can get really deep in this. And I just want you guys to know that if you're eating a well-balanced diet and consuming plant sources of ALA, which allows our body to convert the EPA and DHA. They include walnuts, flax seeds, chia seeds, and leafy green vegetables. So really, that's that's pretty pretty straightforward. It's just interesting. I I really I really enjoy the science behind this. So 
in talking more about depression, I mean, depression can take a serious toll on not only our emotional well-beings, but also on healthcare costs and workplace productivity. And when we think about medications, and again, the my my overriding theme for this is if you need help, if you need um, to talk to your doctor or you have suicidal thoughts or things like that, resources ava- are available. And I'll link these down below in the description of this podcast, but you, you need to consult professional help and sometimes just reaching out to a friend maybe is beneficial, but really with mental health, don't be embarrassed or afraid to reach out to someone who is a licensed, educated professional. Um, I even in my personal life talk to someone occasionally just to get, I call it my my housekeeping. You go to the doctor for your physical ailments, you do self-care, you eat nutritious foods. So why not take care of your mental health and your mental well-being by seeking professional help? And so that's there's I have no embarrassment or shame about that. It's something that I feel rounds out my mental well-being and allows me to talk to someone who, when we think about being adults and we're going through this developmental cycle and we may have these struggles, we may have these underlying issues, or for me, per, I've talked about this quite a bit, but I read the book Daring Greatly by Brene Brown. I personally have a certain shame kind of cycle that I have to deal with, with perfectionism and all these things. And so I kind of talk a little bit about that. And so I, I feel that everybody can benefit from just having a mental, mental checkup. So this is more than just coffee with a friend, but it is still important to do those things. Those are, those are the self-care things that you need to do for your mental well-being. but also past that you do need to occasionally see someone if you're having issues. So all those resources will be linked and I, guys, you're not alone. I, even though sometimes it feels like you're drowning and you're in a room full of people, but you're just isolated, you're not. And so don't be afraid to reach out and to get that help because really that's the first step and it's the hardest. So again, depression, serious toll on emotional well-being and in our healthcare costs. But past that, some people in talking about this, and this was my segue into this, is Antidepressants can come with side effects and people finding that really nice balance of medications takes time and people sometimes think that there's something wrong with them with taking medication. So I just, I want to dispel that myth and maybe just give you a tool or a resource to add within your health arsenal, your tool belt. So eat a whole food plant-based diet. If we encourage more plant-based eating patterns, it'll, it'll allow us to decrease the amount of inflammation. Research that looked at the impact of diet on emotional well-being and productivity study that did 10 corporate sites, and these were all major U.S. insurance companies, found that a plant-based dietary intervention led to significantly reduced feelings of depression, anxiety, and fatigue. And so they also followed up with this group and the people that continue to eat their vegan lifestyle. They made significant gains in emotional well-being and daily functioning because not only did their physical health and general health get better, it, it also allowed them to have a positive effect on both their individual and societal quality of life, increasing productivity and, and essentially just feeling, feeling better. The magnitude of our mood 
in our mental health has really far-reaching implications, both on just us in our daily lifestyles, but also our ability to focus at work and maintaining healthy relationships. And so just just by simply eating a plant-based diet rich in antioxidants, polyphenols, and your phytonutrients from fruits and vegetables, it can really, it can serve as just an extra tool and an inexpensive, natural, non-invasive therapeutic means to support your own mental health. So this was kind of a short discussion. Again, guys, if you are feeling alone, if you having a hard time, eat that whole food plant-based diet, but I highly recommend always, always reach out to a licensed professional. In the description, you guys will find resources for the suicide hotline or just if you need to talk to somebody. So thank you guys for listening. And this was kind of short, but sweet. I'll catch you in the next one. Thank you for being a part of the Living Hall community. I strive to keep my content ad-free. So by simply liking, commenting, or sharing, you guys make a huge impact. And I cannot thank you enough. I can't wait to hear your continued thoughts and conversations in the comments. For more Living Hall content, please check out livingholesarahdavis.com. And I am on most all of the socials, but I can't wait to hear from you guys. So thank you, thank you, thank you.